You're listening to the Laugh Button Podcast on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Hey, Matt, what's going on, man? <laughs> what's up, Mark? I don't know. You tell me. I just, uh, I just found a couple microphones. We're hanging out. Figured we'd record we, our conversation. We stumbled upon a room that happened to have recording acoustics. Actually, this room's acoustics aren't that bad. Usually, we're in a room that's a little bit echoey. I think because this one has like a brick wall and an elevator shaft. Yeah. Speaking of which, we're fucked if the elevator ever kicks on. That's true. Uh, but just, other, yeah. Just for the listeners, so they know, we uh, the the Laugh Button Towers. We have our own elevator. It's an exclu- It's a very exclusive <laughs> elevator. <laughs> In that it works when we want it to. Yes. Or when it wants to. But here's the thing with the... We don't need an elevator. We're we one, don't. We're one flight up. I mean, how much comedy do we need to be lifting up and downstairs? Well, it's an old freight elevator. Because, uh, full disclosure, our building used to be an old upholstery warehouse. They used to also used to like you know. So they used to do couches here. And yeah, chairs dude. Yeah. And so like our elevator is this old school elevator that you see in like the movies that like it kind of terrifies the shit out of you the first time it goes off and you're not ready for it. Right. And and the whole place. I don't we just happen to be rattles, in the room. We just happen to be in the room where all the gears of war are. Yeah, we should. Uh, we should take a photo. Of said gears. Gears. Uh, <laughs> gears. Speaking of gear. Gears. Um, uh, before, John Glazer loves yeah, it. Yeah, John Glazer loves it. And uh, we were a part of and helped produce yeah. the John Glazer Loves Gear panel at this past uh, New York Comic Con over the weekend. Yeah, it's it was dead. very cool to be a part of that. We and have a we have a huge Comic Con wrap up we could talk about. We will. And we should we should mention to our guests this yes, first. That's what I was gonna say. Ahmed Barucha is our guest. You may know him as Ahmed Barucha. He plays himself. Or Amon Baduti. Yeah, or Almond <laughs> Baduti, which you'll learn about during our interview with him. Uh, he uh, was a part of Comic Con himself because he's mm-hmm. in a new show called Dream Corp LLC. Yes. That's coming to Adult Swim and it stars not only Ahmed, but also uh, Stephen Merchant, the very tall British skinny who you happen uh, to sit next to at comic-con at one point and you gave me some shit for and that's fine well, no no because like, here's why i gave you shit dude why because we're in the press room yeah we're just hanging out just kind of killing some time because you and i did an interview with cheddar tv right and we were waiting for that interview time to happen so we need we had about 20 minutes to kill and sure. want to get a snack something to snack on or a drink real quick a drink of water and we go sit down on the couches which by the way the couches like had like were like a strewn with nerf materials there was like nerf guns and yeah nerf, as in nerf guns yeah yeah yeah, yeah. The, like the couches like, weren't made out of no nerf. no no the couches were not made out of nerf but like someone definitely had a nerf gun battle right before we got to these couches absolutely uh, so we sat down on the couches, hung out for a little bit, and then next thing you know, Stephen Merchant appears, who, by the way, taller than I thought. I didn't realize he was that tall. He was a very tall the first dude. time seeing him, I take First it. time yeah. I saw him in real life, okay. in IRL. Very tall, and he sits down. There's a couch. There's three couches. One, two are facing each other, which you and I are sitting on, mm-hmm. and there's a third off to the side. He sits down, I think in my hand, I'm like, Mark is absolutely going to fucking say something to this dude. And sure enough, we don't say anything when he sits down. No, but why? His, he looked busy. Why would I bother him? He was checking his him? phone or something. Sure. His handler happens to walk over. Sure. To get him. He must have sat there a total 60 seconds. He was not there a long time. Right. And as he walks away, you're like, hey, Stevie Merchant, man, really like your show, blah, blah, blah. Like, First of all, And you- he is walking. He does not break stride this entire time. <laughs> 
as you're like, I'm like, Mark's going to talk at him as he walks away, and he does not break stride. He's like, if I stop, I'll end up in a conversation with this fucking dude. I don't know who this fucking dude is. I got shit to do. I'm Stephen Merchant. And the whole time I'm looking at him, I'm like, I'm like yep, this played out exactly how I thought it was going to. We paint two very different pictures. Yeah, because you're probably like, yeah, man, super cool to meet you. Here, how you doing, here, buddy? First blah, blah. of all, we've met in the past. I've well, he definitely times. did not recognize you because he said no words. Hold on. Let me tell my side okay, of the story. Okay. All right. So. His handler, who happens to be his publicist, well, that's, I'm assuming who it was, comes yeah. over and says, "Hey, Stephen, I hope you're not getting out of control with these Nerf guns, right?" And I said, "Yeah, he's been shooting them at us, okay, this for the last ne- 20 minutes." Holy shit! How did you Lie, miss it? You, I'm not lying, Matt. You lying piece of shit, Matt. <laughs> Matt, <laughs> on my life, lo- on my life. You can't, Stephen Merchant. Hold you on. can't sell me the story. I was there. You're, you're, you're not going to let me finish, are you? Okay. So, and that's one. I I swear on my mom's grave that dude. That's not that, right. That I. Because that's what. That's how much. That that's how truthful this is. <laughs> I can't true. explain you didn't it. Say to a you. word to Stephen Merchant. Until she comes away. over. She goes. First thing she says, Stephen. I hope you haven't gotten out of control with these Nerf guns. I don't think people. those, dude. Then what, I said, "What is in the water you're drinking?" I can't because finish. There is like lead in your drinking water, you, dude. You interrupt more than Trump, man. This is uh, crazy. Shut, up. shut this your face. This is crazy. Listen, first of all, you're... fifty-three interruptions you just interrupted. <laughs> listen to me, Matt. Listen to me. She makes <laughs> a you, comment about do the you Nerf bet guns on your mom's grave on, on those my... fifty-three interruptions. Listen to me. <laughs> she makes a comment about the Nerf guns to to Stephen. Nope. I absolutely happened. Didn't happen. I said. Yes, it's been kind of annoying. He's been shooting them at us for the last several minutes. Nope. Steven, as he gets up, laughs. Nope. Looks at me. Nope. Gives me the nod. Nope. And I None said, of this is true. Absolutely. I said, congrats on your new show. That you did say. Dream Corp you said LLC. Congrats. Our friend is in it with you. His name's Ahmed. Great show. Okay. And he says, thank you. And then he leaves because he does have to go somewhere. Okay. I Matt, know I, I know I, you like talking to celebrities and and, 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 and people. Why would I make I, this up or lie I, about it? Why would I? I watched the whole thing happen five feet in front of my face. Matt, you will, well then... <laughs> First you, of all, not that many words were said by you. Absolutely. He said thank you like, uh, cool man, I'm getting the fuck out of here way. He didn't say it like a... Yeah, oh, that's a very, He had somewhere yeah, to go. Yeah. And he wasn't offended nerf, or I'm going to get out of here. The Nerf conversation did not Absolutely happen. Absolutely happen. No. On my life. No. Matt, on my life, dude. Was I just that dehydrated? No, you were on the other side of the... First of all... Mark, I was sitting as far from you as I am now. Absolutely. And it's across the table. Hold on, that's also a lie. There was a coffee table between those two okay, couches. Okay, okay, so... We're, we were chin to chin against what are we? the coffee what are we? tables. What are we, three feet now? We were maybe Man. five. You're, we were you're, five feet, dude. We your were, perception of reality is unbelievable. No, your Second perception of, all, of reality. Fuck I was off. in the conversation. You were not in the I conversation. I had the conversation. You did not have. And I remember it was not like a that. conversation. It was a, hey, man, cool. Cool, man. Thanks. Cool. I got to go. Uh, it, dude. Ahmed's going to hate the opening to this podcast. It's fine. Cause, We've got to get to our Comic-Con. Ahmed doesn't like fucking liars. <laughs> all right. Look. <laughs> We're just going to move on because okay. I know I'm right. Are we going to agree? To, are we going to agree to disagree? It's, I will not agree to disagree because there's nothing to disagree with. I know what I did and said. Oh, End I of story. I, it wasn't that long a conversation, dude. You're right. It wasn't. It was a couple sentences. He it had was, to be somewhere. It was seconds and that of was sentence. It. And that was it. Yeah. Anyway, Stephen Merchant, great dude, very Martin, funny. And you and him are BFFs now. We are definitely not. I can. <laughs> I mean, do you want me to lie and say we are? You already are lying. I'm not lying at all. <laughs> In fact, I'm sitting in a chair across from you right now. Oh, jeez. All right. So, anyway, 
after pre before <laughs> our encounter with Stephen Merchant, or I should say my encounter, because apparently you weren't there. I was there. Uh, was, we, that, we that's the panel. only thing we do agree on is that you were there and I was we, there. We had a panel. And Stephen Merchant we, was there. I mean, just why would I make that up? I don't know. Look me in the face. I don't, don't, I don't I know. I really have exactly. no Exactly. There's zero I think you reason. might be making up because you think it makes good podcasting or something. Absolutely no not. Idea. We have plenty of other stuff that's going to make know, this podcast great. I know. That's what's so weird. All right. Enough with all the right, anecdotes. We, we had a hell of a great time at uh, New York Comic Con 2016. We did. We did. Uh, and it all started off on Thursday because we were involved mm-hmm. with the Impractical Jokers and their panel, as well as John Glazer, Love Gear, John Glazer Loves Gear, which took place on Thursday as well. And you ran all the tech for this stuff. I did. It you was were a, like TV tech. What are you talking about? I didn't run tech You for were anything. having like, you piece of shit. You're just making stuff you up. You were having flashbacks to like when it was like, I don't know what the PTSD that happened to you. No, oh, no, no, but you ran all the tech for it. It was very cool. It was an intense con and I am yeah. having flashbacks, but uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun, man. Look, yeah. and, and I did it you last year for the Jokers and, and, uh, yeah. and it was really cool. Um, it was bequeathed me to run these clips during yep. the, you know, during the panel, which was, you know, no pressure in the main room it was. after it was, the Doctor Who panel. Dude, it was like which, where they should, it's like where the Game of Thrones cast Matt, out it, for Comic Con. Just to put it in perspective for you, and, and you saw 2, me. 2,500 people, maybe? Yeah. You, you saw me in both locations yes. running tech for both these. Last yes. year, a room of maybe 500 tops. It was definitely 500 me, last year. Side table, two dudes. Pipe and drape covering yeah. you. Like you were no, totally. No, no, no. I'm talking last year. Oh, last year. Last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Two Just dudes. Table chilling. on the side, right yes. next to the crowd. Two dudes. They were half awake. You know, whatever yeah, made it happen. Totally. This year, I walk in, main room, pipe and drape, our own section yeah. of this massive. Uh, you know, uh, twenty five hundred people. Yeah, I would say with yeah. a balcony, the whole two nine. balconies, two balconies. One side, yeah. And uh, and I get back there and and, and we do the walkthrough and, and and I'm sitting down and four crew members come over to me and like, all right, what do you got? Okay, he's got yeah. a Mac. You start plugging things in. I was like, I was like, this is awesomely yeah. legit. Yeah, it was totally legit. Flash forward to Thursday. Yeah, I get there. I sit down. They've got my battle station ready. They plug me in. We're good to go. Uh, quick uh, check before they put anything up on the screen. Guy walks over, hey man, you comfortable wearing a headset? And I'm like, uh, yeah, sure. You know, just saying whatever yeah, to be accommodating. Okay, great. We got a headset here. Here's your button. It's going to be hot. So you're going to press this down. And as soon as the clip's away, say clip away. And then after you're done with the clip away, give us a, you know, 30 seconds, a five second countdown to let us know when the clip's back. And then you're going to say back to iMac. And I'm thinking like, I didn't even take notes. I'm just thinking yeah, of my yeah, brain yeah. here. I'm getting all this terminology. Luckily, I've worked in TV before I worked in radio. And I'm like, got it, got it, check, got it, good. And then, and the true TV people are staying next to me and they're like, they're like, uh, wherever you want us to be is great. <laughs> we don't want to be a distraction. Well, yeah, totally. It was, so it was, it was, was a big ordeal, man. It was super a big fun and super serious. And I mean, it was cool. The Jokers were, the Jokers are awesome. They're and a ve- super yes, cool dudes. And a very small cog in the huge giant machine yeah. that was this thing, just yeah, to be yeah. clear. I was a very bit part. Yeah, but, yeah. um, it, dude, it was a lot of fun it to was. be. It was a great panel. It was seeing those guys again. I mean, we in the seen, mix. Last time we saw them was at the upfronts. We saw sure. Joe and Sal. Oh, Sal there. And we saw Quinn. Yep. We saw there. And, and we worked with them last year at the Comic Con, too. Mm-hmm. So, and Sal's been on the podcast. Yeah, Sal's so. been on the podcast. First he'll, thing out of Sal's back. mouth is like, hey, dude, we're, we're going to try to get him back on the podcast as soon as possible. Yep. He's a great dude. And he's actually doing stand up now. He said he was doing a tour. I uh, was doing a one off show with uh, Dan Soder and Chris Stefano. So that should be really fun. He's doing that. Indianapolis, I want to say it was somewhere in the Midwest. Yeah, somewhere like in the that. Midwest. But he's yeah. doing stand up now, uh, you know, out on the road. So good for him. They're touring as a tenderloins, but this is actually a one off Sal Volcano show. It's very so. cool. Pretty pretty cool about that. And super nice dudes. Like like Joe's a great great example. Is like. 
that dude has no reason to remember who I am. Sure. Not a single reason on this planet. I see him once, twice a year. He's always super cordial with me. So I'm in the room. I'm I'm yapping with Sal about something. He gets up, walks across the room, gives me a huge hug. Hey, man, good to see you again. Like now, super cool dudes because, like I said, literally no reason to remember who the hell I am. Absolutely. So like now, cool now, now, will it so, yeah. will it damage or or hurt the memory that um, before <laughs> that happened? I had a similar encounter, and he whispered into my ear, "Who's the guy uh, over there?" Um, and I, I can't remember his name. And I looked over, and it was you. And I told him, "Like, ah, that's Matt. Just pretend like." No, are you just being an asshole right yeah, now? Yeah, I'm just yeah, fucking okay. with you. I'm see, just like, see, this is why we can't trust you about the Stephen Merchant story, dude. <laughs> on my life, <laughs> Matt, I would bet everything I've ever done in my okay. entire life. That's fine. All bet in. All, all right. In. Betting on black, always bet on well, black. I am um, the farthest thing from black. I didn't, yeah, but that's clear the, that's as the day. Say, always bet on black. It's from Passenger Fifty One with Wesley Snipes. Anyway, it's it's this quote from a movie with Wesley Snipes. The in worst it. Wesley Snipes movie to I ever exist. Say, yeah, but that's a very popular quote. Always bet on black. Look it up. Audiences at home, email us podcast at the laugh button dot com. Again, just have you heard of the again, phrase? Just always fucking, bet on black. Again, just fucking All with right. you. Um, Matt, the, obviously, the so Jokers yeah, are super awesome cool dudes, dudes yeah. like you know, and, and whatnot. And then uh, John Glazer loves gears, like the new show, which we've actually seen a couple of advanced episodes of. Awesome, very funny. awesome, awesome, very, funny, very funny, funny show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's him. It's some of those folks that he's done Delocated with too. Mm-hmm. So and John Hodgman, John Hodgman, yeah. and I want to say Amber Tamblin. I, I don't want to say I know Amber Tamblin moderated the panel. Yeah, so that very was a cool, lot of fun too. So and we all got foot rub balls. We did, we did. We and got I, foot balls. I, I can't play with mine right now because it makes. Weird noises. Yeah, make the them. noise for everybody. Oh, everybody, okay. everyone's dying to hear it. In fact, I All just right, got so a text. If I put the foot rub ball on the table, it'll make my microphone go weird. Like, is that the yeah. noise? Yeah, it sounds terrible. Yeah. it's not great. That's why I didn't it's not do idea. it. Not idea. Anyway. But comedy at Comic-Con is impressive. It's blowing up. Dude, well, first of all, the Impractical Jokers is one of the bigger panels they had at the Comic-Con. Right. Um, we walk out, Adult Swim, huge footprint. Mm-hmm. Rooster Teeth. Yeah, Rooster Teeth. Huge footprint. It. True TV obviously had a very big presence there too. So like these comedy networks and these comedy channels and these comedy uh, outlets are having really huge presence there at Comic-Con. It's unbelievable. Like like the Rooster Teeth panel is as big as the Marvel panel or is the Marvel booth. It's crazy to see that stuff. I'm really bummed, Matt. You failed to mention one, you know, comedy property that had a footprint there and it's really bumming me out. I'm just I'm just bummed. I'm not like saying I didn't The I, laugh button. The laugh button. We're not. We're on Thursday still, buddy. Oh, okay. So the point I'm trying to make is, comedy is a really big thing at Comic Con, and it's right. actually drawing a bit. I mean, the Impractical Jokers was one of the biggest panels they had. So, and then now we go to Friday, which was the laugh button was present as well. So we actually we were asked if we'd like to put on a panel this year. And yes, we totally did. And, and we totally did. And we totally it happened. No take backs. We have no video proof. Backsies. We have video we have photo proof. We have audio proof. We have audio, video, and photo proof of it happening. We actually posted a, a gallery on the site today. Oh, I'm yes. sorry, yesterday. Um, but, dude, how awesome was our panel? I just want to congratulate you. Congratulate you, too. On a successful panel. We, uh, you know, we obviously the concept is great. And for those of you who weren't there or didn't read about it or haven't heard about it yet, we had the Laugh Button Presents, the Superhero Fantasy Draft 2016 mm-hmm. at New York Comic Con. And uh, New York Comic Con themselves, when we 
fed them the idea. We're like super jazzed. Yeah. They were like, oh my God, this is going to be awesome. Great idea. So we're, we're like, great. Psyched. They're on our corner. This is, yep. this is going to be fun. This is great. We rallied the troops. We get a great panel and Danny Tamborelli, Janet Varney, Seton Smith, and Louis J. Gomez. Mm-hmm. So they're on board. And, uh, and I, of course, worked my wife into the scenario by forcing her to do arts and crafts <laughs> with me. She did to, do some arts and crafts. To put together a bunch of stuff for the panel. I just want to give her a shout out because she did stay up with me until 4.30 in the morning for like five straight nights making it happen. So huge shoot out, a shout out to uh, Zulai. It only been Our, three nights if you figured out how to color, paint cut within the lines. Oh, dude. It yeah, was. Uh, your, your scissoring skills need to get better. <laughs> hey, they were pretty good. <laughs> I thought they were pretty good. They were good. Well, anyway, uh, so so we put this thing together. Now we have never done a panel uh, at uh, at Comic Con. Not no. the laugh button, right? Yeah, we, the laugh button. I never done a panel. We did a live podcast at Skankfest. Yes, that was our, which went well. Went was fantastic. Went gangbusters. But this was that was maybe thirty people. Yeah, this was a room higher stakes here. This was a room 400, 450 people, maybe. Sure, that and, size. And we didn't know we what no the turn it, turnout was going to be like at, at all. You know, we were working hard to make sure. I, the I was totally Joker's kind of, panel was packed and Glazer was. Packed. I was trying to curb my expectations. Okay. I was trying to like. So what were you thinking? What was, was in your like, head? If we have a hundred people, okay, I'll be fucking jazzed. I I was in the exact same boat. I'm yeah. thinking to myself, if this room is looks half full, scattered. Yeah. We're in business. Yeah, I was like, we, I've business. been jazzed. And then the panel's at one thirty. Yeah. We get there twelve thirty. I was actually there a little earlier. Okay, 12. I was about 12. Yeah. As early as 12 o'clock, people were lining up for the panel. Awesome. And I was like, yes. Because <laughs> like, it just like expels expectations. And it wasn't just one or two people. It was like a group of five, then a group yeah. of six, then a group of two, a group of three. And next thing I know, the queue area is super lined up. I'm like, whoa, this is going to be really good. Okay, so mm-hmm. there's probably maybe 100 people, 150 people online. Uh, before they open the doors for the panel, they open the doors at uh, one fifteen about. Right. And the next thing I know, there's I haven't gotten the exact count yet, but the room was ninety eight percent full. Ninety eight percent full is probably a, a very good estimate. Maybe was, even ninety nine. Yeah, like maybe the back row or two didn't have people in it. it right. Was, it was unbelievable. I was like, wow, this is really great. So. And it wasn't like we had like a superstar panel. I mean, Danny and Janet and Lewis and Seton are great. Yeah, they're, they're not awesome. like they're, they're but it's not, not like, like Stan Lee, exactly. You, you know, Comic-Con, guy from like, New Show, exactly. So uh, you know, Game of Thrones guy, and exactly. Then, yeah, it wasn't yeah. like that. So we were like, okay, and they all showed up, and it was it was fantastic. It was a super packed room. I couldn't have asked for the better turnout of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were interactive, man. They were well, great. That was, that was the kind of whole point. We wanted people to cheer. We wanted people to clap. We wanted right. people to talk shit. People say, no, why'd you do that? And and uh, the panel made it even better by grabbing people out of the audience instead of saying like when they pick someone like for example Janet picked uh, She-Hulk and Seton's pointed someone dressed like She-Hulk in the crowd turns out later it was dressed as Gamora but she was like oh I'm dressed as Gamora not She-Hulk but they're like ah it's close enough yeah close enough get up here so they pulled her up there So, so they're not only picking people but next thing you know we have People dressed in costume on stage, at, acting as the example of that character that was drafted. And we had a Flash on stage. Mm-hmm. We had a Wolverine, Wolverine. on stage. And, yeah. Well, a, Go- a Gamora She-Hulk. slash She-Hulk. And um, then we literally just ran out of room on stage. Yeah, I mean, and we, didn't, we well, couldn't we, have any more people come. I mean, up, we, we didn't plan on that. So, but it yeah. was it was super awesome. Um, I don't know anything that could have gone better for the panel. No, abs- absolutely, absolutely nothing, man. And and uh, and we've got to congratulate our winner, Janet Varney, Janet who drafted the audience favorite team, yep. despite what Luis J. Gomez <laughs> might have said or is still saying. Who knows? Well, that uh, was one of the funniest things about the panel, right? Was that it really doesn't matter? Like, right? It does. No, no. It was listen. As long as people had fun, yes. And we and we definitely dra- and we definitely selected some friends. 
some comedian friends. Some of them had a lot of good knowledge about the, what they were doing. Some of them prepared immensely. Danny Tamborelli, bless his heart, he prepared for everything. And he his team went the crap because he got so stolen. The audience picked yeah. some stuff that he didn't want and, and whatever. So he came in fully prepared. And Luis J. Gomez, who basically said to me the day before, he's like, I've never read a comic book, came in there and like came in second place. And, so and, and he it said, really varied. You he, know? Said, he said during the panel, too, because he looked at me and, and I said, Luis, man, your team is really close to probably what I'd be drafting had yeah, I yeah, been yeah. doing this. And he goes, oh, you must have read the same blog yeah. you know, uh, I read. And I was like... Hey, uh, check that! I actually wrote that blog that you edited. And, yeah. and one of the funniest this is some parts, good ball busting. And yeah. one of the one of the the perks we had of one of the features we had of the whole draft where you could steal. What you mm-hmm. got? Everyone got one steal, and everyone got to do an audience vote. So if you wanted to, if you didn't know who to pick that round, you could say, "I'll pick someone in the audience and pick a I'll pick for me." And Lewis is like, "All right, I'll let the audience pick." And someone got Squirrel Girl for him. Oh, and we best know, part of the panel. And man. we know Squirrel Girl so because great. Squirrel Girl. Um, you know, Anna Kendrick's been rumored to play her or want to play her in the new Marvel films and right. all that kind of stuff. But Lewis had no idea who Squirrel Girl She'd was. She'd be perfect too, I think. And, yeah. and Lewis just started like Googling Squirrel Girl. And it's, it was a very funny moment because he was just like, I don't know who the hell this is. <laughs> yeah. And then sure enough, someone right in the front row, yo, right here. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And Squirrel Girl and all that kind of stuff. And a comic book. And yeah, so, so huge shout out to the, ca- the, the, just the audience. Of yeah, just the audience present. killed it. Yeah, the audience great. slayed it. We have video footage of them doing the wave, which is pretty incredible. Yeah. And, uh, and, and huge shout out to our sound guy and our, our, our uh, screen guy too who worked on the side because during the panel like and and this is no offense to any of the some of the other panels but these guys are in there all day yeah, non-stop all day. and we gave them a change of pace i think that was really exciting for them and they were interacting with us live right there like someone tried to draft stan lee they were getting booed and they, they a guy pulled up, up a there. photo of stan lee in the screen and so it, it really was totally engaging all around we had zero walkouts and everyone got to take home a poster which is really mm-hmm. cool to commemorate the event and uh huge shout out huge thanks to comic-con for letting us do it new york comic-con and everyone over at read pop it was very kind of you to uh give us a shot and uh we nailed it for you you know i believe and and can't wait to do it again next year and, and matt it was it was uh it was a good experience dude it was a great experience. expanding the brand all right uh look we got to get to this interview with ahmed mm-hmm. uh, barucha very excited to have him on the pod he is of course as we aforementioned a part of a brand new show on adult swim called uh, Dream Corp LLC. It's something I had been he- I had heard about for a while, and it took a, sort of a little bit to get off the ground with the pilots and stuff. And and uh, he'll he'll do all the explaining for you, man. So here, without further ado, here's Ahmed Barucha right now on the Laugh Button Podcast. Well, Matt, this is great. We've got a great comic joining us here on the Laugh Button Podcast. As I talk right over you, because that's what I do best. I said he's black like the mailman. It oh, is that what you about said? My younger brother ah. not being related to me. Sure. Fuck off. Fuck off. Dude, wait. Um, <laughs> Ahmed, Ahmed Barucha is here with. How you doing, by the way? Hey, good. How are you? Okay. Yeah, it's good to have you. Um, do you either of you guys remember the movie Carbon Copy? No, no. Carbon I, Copy is it multiplicity with Michael Keaton. No, no, because <laughs> that movie's the shit. It, that's a great yeah. movie. Great <laughs> movie. Very <laughs> underrated. Never talked about. Yeah. It's super funny. Well, Billy from the, the Kickback talks about it quite a bit. Yes, he does. Um, no, no. Carbon Copy was a movie with James Caan and Denzel Washington. Where uh, hey, Denzel, no, Denzel Washington <laughs> shows up on Khan's doorstep and is like, "I'm your son." And he's black and James Conn's white. I'm not going to tell you anything else about it because I want you guys to watch wow. it. My it's, guess is a lot of racial jokes. It's the equivalent of like Soul Man <laughs> times 10. Like wow. if you remember that movie. Yeah. 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 And you're just like, See, how did this Howell get made? Why did this get made? <laughs> I don't understand. And it's, and it's 
I mean, it's fucking Denzel Washington and James Caan. So this How is your. Is it? So it's like late '80s. I want to say, like, yeah, it's brilliant. So, so this is why I have a black brother. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't just, have a black brother, but this is. Well, why. You, you don't know that. You might. I might. Might. <laughs> yeah, so, might. dad got around. <laughs> <laughs> well, Matt, good to finally meet you in person. Yeah. Uh, officially, officially, we said hi in passing. Yeah. Up at uh, Gil's Laugh Fest earlier this year, where you crushed it. That was a great and, and you're having a good run, my friend. You're yeah. doing well for yourself. Yeah. Comedy's been good to you. <laughs> well, you're doing this podcast, so the answer yeah, to that yeah. is yes. So this, is, this is the peak. So, yeah. <laughs> We're actually the ones that push you over. <laughs> yeah, good. So, Thank you. You know. I need a rest. <laughs> but uh, you're in town. You're in New York for, for a bit. You're doing the Eugene Merman uh, Festival, festival, right? Yeah. Comedy Festival, which is really cool. And, and But you're based out in L.A. And, and where are you from originally, if, if uh, I can ask? I was ask. born in California, okay. but I moved to Rhode Island when I was 16, and that's where okay. I started doing comedy was Rhode Island. How was the scene there I was in Rhode say, Island? Yeah. It's all right. Yeah, I was uh, not that great. I kind of eventually found Boston, and that's where I like sure. really like. There's not as many shows in Rhode Island, and it's kind of more a little bit more run by like kind of like older or old guard kind of guys, okay. just like old like goomba guys. Oh, interesting. So yeah. nothing's popping in Cumberland, huh? No, <laughs> yeah. There's a couple. Like I met some cool people, and there's some co- cool comics there, but sure, it's just not as. The scenes is it's more like kind of the comedy shows are more like blue collar a little bit. Okay. Like there's not really a young, cool, like hip comedy scene there. So the movie Me, Myself and Irene comes out, like is everyone just excited? <laughs> yeah. Oh are yeah. We, all, we have so much pride. Are in we the, all just wigging out? Yeah. And we're like, the oh my Fairly God, Brothers. they nailed it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they like show like the the ninety five with like the big blue bug, we freak <laughs> out. <laughs> And you're like, that. wait, everyone's in this but me. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so you you find your way back to L.A. Then I guess. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Moved there about five years ago. Okay. And and uh, so I don't know if this is a weird question, but why L.A. over New York? New York's closer. Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely spent more time in New York uh, for like the first seven years of doing stand up, like because I was in Rhode Island and Boston. So mm-hmm. I felt like I knew New York enough to if I if I checked out L.A. and didn't like it, I'd know if I'd want to go back to New York. And so I thought instead of moving to New York and wondering about LA, I would just, and plus my sister lived there and I lived like on her dining room floor for two years. <laughs> nice. So that was, that really helped. Not, even the, <laughs> yeah. not even the living room floor. I no, love that. So yeah. there were other people already staying yeah, there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, they had the couch and they wanted to watch TV on that. So <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Don't mind him. That's just yeah. my brother. He's a comedian. <laughs> so, um, for, first thing I want to bring up is, is, I I went back and rewatched your Conan performance from last year. Oh, thanks. That so fucking good, man. Thanks, man. And it I remember when it happened, and I had to go back and and Matt, I don't know if you remember this particular bit from the set, but but you do this amazing thing where you break down how mean we are to cows. Oh yeah. And <laughs> and the. <laughs> How much damage we've done to the cow family is pretty <laughs> incredible. When you map it out, yeah. I immediately like went home and was like. What else do we do this to? Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, this is a great book. I got to contact <laughs> yeah. this guy. Yeah. We've got to just go back in time and work down the timeline of everything we've ever done as humans. Yeah. And just how much just fucking rubbing people's faces and <laughs> shit we've done, right? Yeah. But uh, like That's a bit, part of the American experience, yeah, right? You sure human, yeah. go out and shove someone else's face yeah. in the dirt. That's how we do. made it here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so does that bit just like, did that just pop into your brain one day? Because it, it, it kind it's of pretty evolved. elaborate. Like it first it's just great. started with the fact that we eat them and their milk and their babies eat their meat, their kids. Yeah. And then uh, the carton actually like, came later. Such a great tag. Yeah. 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 Such a great tag, <laughs> man. <laughs> Is it is it because you met a vegetarian and they explained this all to you? Or <laughs> Actually, or I remember I was maybe? watching like a mom 
walk out of a grocery store with a kid in her hand and a milk jug in the other hand. It just like, <laughs> like eh, oh, hey. Two and two together. <laughs> but that's a comic's brain, right? Yeah. Most yeah, people yeah, aren't totally. going to, you know, think of that. They're not yeah. going to, they're not going to forget. They've, they are, they've already forgotten the cows even involved, right? I wish so. I thought of my best jokes like at a desk or something, but it's just not, nothing <laughs> it's good. going to the grocery store. Yeah. It's where all the inspiration hey, comes milk. from. Hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you got it. You carry the phone notepad, like you're just jotting yeah. stuff down as you see it. And then I'd say the phone has hurt my writing because the notepad, I don't know, it came out better, mm-hmm. and now I try to bring a notepad, but it gets in the way, so I'll use my phone, but then it doesn't feel right as typing it with your finger for some sure. reason. But you could record a voice note or something. I do that. That's oh, kind of okay. what I do the most now. Yeah, I just yeah. like, but now I just have like so many <laughs> ramblings of uh, uh, peanut butter. Um, <laughs> Uh, what was I thinking? <laughs> I was gonna ask you: Do you have a nice collection of like, uh, s- like, like scorched graham crackers? What the? F- what is that? Yeah, I don't even yeah. know what that is. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's great. I just have a series, like a lot of garbage in there that I have to sift through. Now, now, uh, the, the process, the the process of writing a joke or being or coming up with material, like how how difficult is it for you to write new material? It kind of ebbs and flows. Like when I'm when I'm doing well and I like. Thinking of new stuff, it'll be in the zone where you can just yeah, turn yeah. anything. You're like, as soon as you think of something funny, you're like, I know how to just word this. But then you'll go, I'll be like, I'm in a phase right now where I have a bunch of ideas, but I'm just like, no worry. idea how to word this. Mm-hmm. A, lot, a lot of times it's when I'm more like angry, like, okay. you have like maybe political stuff that I think about, but I'm not too angry of a comedian. So yeah. sometimes it's hard to like, I don't really like seeming preachy. So I don't want to just get on stage and be like, this is who you should vote for, or yeah. like, this is what you should do. So I try to like take those angry thoughts and kind of soften them up a little bit and make them fun. <laughs> right. Well, you can yeah. do that with a T-shirt now. You know, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Guy's name. Yeah, on I it. might just go into the T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, is that we're all all yeah. we're trying to do is just be able to make T-shirts? And slams yeah. On yeah, I know. I think every once in a while, fall money. into that of just like starting to preach on stage, which so it's fine if someone else wants to do that. But I, I don't know. After a while, I'm like, well, what am I even doing? I'm a comedian. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, the reason I ask is because like I'm wondering if like because you always hear these stories of like this 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 musician wrote uh, his hit song in ten minutes or it was just a riff that came to him. Right. Like. How how yeah, often does it take ha- a while? How often does that happen for comedians, if at all? I think for the most part, most of my jokes start off like half ideas, okay. and then just I hammer them out a bunch, and then they slowly come together with like a riff, or and then chopping away stuff. Yeah, a lot of times I have too much, and no one's laughing at any of it except for one part. Then I'm like, That's finally give part, up. Yeah. Well, I'll just do this part. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe I could add back on the stuff once I once I, once I find that like core laugh or a premise that everyone gets then i could add on the other stuff so yeah it's a lot of i think for me it's a lot of changing the bit over and over again gotcha well some exciting news for you you got a an episode of the half hour yeah a brand new album coming out debut album uh, almond badooty both coming out uh, (laughs) october 14th that's uh speaking of milk products we can have that (laughs) and maybe put a picture of a kid on the side of it i don't know good promo item (laughs) mispronunciation of your name yeah it's yeah yeah, it's kind of always happens to me so it's actually two of the mispronunciations combined that's uh, that's how Hannibal Burris got Animal Furnace. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't that's even know that. Yeah. And the original name for that was Hannibal Montanable or something like that. <laughs> yeah, something, something like that. So <laughs> yeah, Animal Furnice. Great from, title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was cute. gonna call it Almond Bird Shit, which was the <laughs> uh, one time someone called me that. 
on stage introduced That's like me. That's not even close. Yeah, comedy it's not store. Even trying. <laughs> I know. It was. And That's she, amazing. And she wasn't being like funny. I mean, she kind of was. It but just came out. Yeah. yeah she oh. at backstage. She's like, "What's your name?" And I was like, "Ahmed Barucha." And she's like, "Almond." And I said, "No." Uh, and then she that was it <laughs> and then she went up and she's like guys almond and then she's like oh shit what's your last name and i was like barucha she's like bird shit <laughs> almond bird shit <laughs> that's the name of this podcast yeah. just for the record <laughs> almond bird shit talks comedy i gotta say man in the comedy world with you know with a name like yours and like a parna nuncherla like all these yeah. like Hari come to yeah. blue like yeah. we're you know we're, we're all getting invasion. schooled we're all getting <laughs> yeah. schooled Zach Galifianakis known garden <laughs> sure yeah. yeah any of these names it's like I guess that's just where you go if people can't pronounce yeah. your name you know you just get thrown into the comedy <laughs> yeah band, exactly and you're like good luck hopefully you'll become a comic because if not you're fucked <laughs> yeah. you know yeah some people change their names and I, I don't know I, yeah. I thought it I just would feel weird being called something else. But did that cross your mind though? Like, did you at least sit down and yeah? I thought about maybe changing at least my last name. Maybe what? Where are you leaning? What what are you thinking? I was just gonna shorten it or something like Ahmed Bar instead of Barucha. Okay. But even that, I was like, eh, it sounds weird. It kind of loses who I am a little bit. It's like coming up with You're a band name. You're the son name, of Roseanne Barr. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the illegitimate child. I almost made a Matt Barr field goal kicker <laughs> reference from the 80s, but I, I don't think Mine anybody in this room. Was then my mom's <laughs> maiden name is Dorgan, so I thought that might be it. Okay. Dorgan. Be like, yeah, I'm a Dorgan. Dorgan. Oh, what's, what's Irish? Yeah, Irish. Yeah. I was gonna say it's gotta be. I can, <laughs> but it, but it's like it's close enough to being a nickname that it almost throws you off. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Irish. Hey, yeah, Dorgan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sounds like a slur. Yeah. <laughs> you dirty this Dorgan. Dorgan <laughs> so you head back to L.A. Yeah. Uh, and and you really hit the ground running doing comedy. Was there a particular? Like not seen, but like an area or peers you found or you were at least attracted to that that you were aware of, and you're like, you know, I want to go be in this circle or yeah, at I least be around this. The vibe. first scene I kind of started feeling comfortable in was the alt scene, like mm-hmm. kind of you know m- mostly like sensitive, whiny people, so <laughs> kind of fit right in with that. <laughs> but then I yeah, I like to kind of I don't like to stay in one scene too much, so try to still go to the clubs and toughen up a little bit mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, all the, but yeah, I would say like, or I, maybe just the open mic scene in general. I feel like that is like its own scene, just the mics, you know? Sure, so absolutely, that's it's its of, own yeah, animal. You yeah. meet people, you bond with them because you're in like the trenches of the worst comedy there could be. <laughs> and those are people that, that aren't going to wind up in the same scenes either. You know yeah, what I mean? It's, exactly. so you're all there collectively because you just want to grab time. Yeah, you, know? you all graduate to your perspective areas. Exactly. Like, I guess I'm going with these guys. <laughs> so see you later. <laughs> oh, this guy had a joke about tacos too. I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> do you want to write together? Well, yeah. there's, I want to get on the road. There's, there's that. There's people sure. have different goals too. I mean, I know in New York, it's some people just like hanging out in Brooklyn and Bell House and Union Pool and all yeah. that stuff over there. And some people are like, I want to work the seller. I right, exactly. Gotham. Yeah, I want to work. Whatever yeah, totally it is, so. different. Yeah, yeah. Different yeah I'd gravi- I gravitated to like a lot of the shows where like people I looked up to were on, which I guess they're on a lot of them. But like, you know, like Meltdown, yeah. you know, like like Roy Scovel or like Kumail mm-hmm. and those Love guys. Roy, man. Yeah, God. but I feel like so those guys funny. like they they have, go everywhere. That's what I'm saying. They have the muscle and then they have the, exactly. the ability. It's like I think that makes you a better comedian if you can walk exactly. into any room, mm-hmm. no matter the type of audience or the type of yeah. you know show it is, and just you're just strong because you can mm-hmm. know you know it makes people laugh. So did, did you sure. know right right away what kind of comedy you wanted to do? Like or did you give other no, types I, of comedy a try? I, and I still might not know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a good thing. I don't yeah. think that's necessarily a bad yeah. thing. But but you know if uh, someone like a Stephen Wright clearly knew what he wanted to do and yeah, he stuck I to his dabbled guns with one liners. Yeah, for yeah. a while 
and then they kind of slowly fell out of my act because almost they were like jarring sometimes because they'd go from one thing to then okay. like now I'm gonna tell some one liners. Okay. Oh, so just, you did it as almost like a segment. Yeah. Uh, or, interesting. I, yeah. I don't know. I can't. I, I would just try them sometimes, and <laughs> I like one liners, but they just. Yeah, it was just a different rhythm than the other stuff I was doing. Sure. Was your uh, equivalent like, of picking up the guitar? Yeah, play yeah. A song <laughs> yeah. Just po- picked up a tiny piece of paper, <laughs> put on some glasses, looked down for a I while. I will now read yeah. some one-liners for you all. Yeah, here's a text my mom sent me. I wrote it yeah. down, pulled it out. Just... That seems to be a new thing. There's comedians that just read tweets all day. Yeah, like, for sure. Like, like I, I love Doug Benson, but his last like three or four specials, he's just like reading his tweets. No, like, nah, really? Oh, oh my God. Yeah, like specials? his last wow. couple specials. Like, his, yeah, it's pretty his last weird. Albums, like, he's like reading his tweets. It's like, we love it. We love that. I, yeah, yeah. yeah, I just haven't do. seen those. Yeah. I didn't know they like, did that. Well, you're just reading your tweets for a large chunk of the special, <laughs> yeah, like, which kind of only works from Doug Benson. But, yeah. Then like, I think that's the part I'm trying to get at is like, there, but like that makes total sense in Doug Benson's yeah. world because he kind of has a lazy slacker yeah, thing going on. <laughs> even though he's a very hardworking man, he's always on the road. He's always doing a, a documentary. He's always putting out a special. He's always doing whatever. But it's like, dude, you're just reading your tweets. Like, if you distill it to what it is, he's reading his tweets i mean granted his tweets are probably funnier than that yeah person. but then now there's going to be people that follow that yeah. lead yeah that like, model well, doug exactly. did it yeah, yeah. or it's rob like, delaney like <laughs> yeah yeah it's like you got to have that skill set but you could also take your tweets write them down and flesh out the idea too yeah so. yeah who knows, who knows well ahmed i want to bring this up and i was super excited to talk about this because i've been hearing about it for a long time and now i can actually talk to someone who's directly involved oh, with it yeah. and it's the dream corp llc that's yeah. coming to adult swim and uh, man, it must be—it f- must feel pretty amazing. There's your name right underneath Stephen Merchant, right? Yeah, it's like boom, is, and then bam, awesome. you know, you're right yeah. in the mix. So, so talk about this project, or at least as much as you can. Sure, yeah. And, um, and the process and where it's at right now. Really love the show, which is exciting to be on. You know, I would be on anything that anyone asked me to be on, but it's cool to like this <laughs> first this show. Podcast, yeah. yeah. Thanks again, <laughs> I just want to really drive you, that. So home. that. <laughs> uh, but like, um, yeah, this show is really fun. Like. Uh, it's really creative. The, the premise is, um, do you know Uncle Rico from Point yeah, Dynamite? John Grise totally. or, or Laszlo from yeah. Real Genius? <laughs> sure. But he's this like kind of mad scientist that does these dream therapy. Mm-hmm. Like you come in with like like a problem, and he goes into your dream and tries to walk you through like monsters and stuff. But it's also very dangerous. It's kind of like the Matrix, so you get like caught and die in there. So it's very like demented. So great. And then the, it's kind of like an office comedy about that place. So it's like a workplace, like. Mm-hmm. That's why Stephen Merchant and uh, John Krasinski kind of created it or like helped produce it. And I'm just one of the guys in the uh, the lab. I'm like the nurse that does all these drugs, and I also administer the drugs. So, so I'm just awesome, man. Kind of in the background smoking pot a lot. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So are are we gonna catch you in full like uh, lab coat garb? I, I have, I have uh, uh, purple scrubs on every episode, like just the pant scrubs. Okay. And then I always put me in like a druggy t-shirt. Like I'm wearing like a cherry garcia shirt or something uh, <laughs> sure. tie-dye. yeah <laughs> and then like Bad cool green lab coat. but everyone has like a green lab coat that's like okay. the one one thing that Common we all thread. have yeah that's really cool so in an adult swim tradition you know it's just these great concepts that probably couldn't live anywhere else yeah they can, really can come to play. life and mm-hmm. and and you know i'm really looking forward to and seeing every it, episode yeah. was just insane how like, many did you guys do six episodes okay. we did it in like three weeks they're only 15 minute episodes right, so it was a little short. easier to do that but yeah like there's one of the times I'm like I got to like ride a donkey that was painted like a zebra, <laughs> and then my face was painted like a zebra. <laughs> so great! And like that was like just, like everything uh, was that weird. <laughs> how, how high do you think 
the people at Adult Swim get very high. Okay, like, <laughs> like they have to be like just super. Like, are you talking about the people that greenlighted? I or just think that, everyone. Yeah. I think everyone in the yeah. process. I, I think is it's high. you just walk into the offices. I'm sure it's <laughs> yeah, like you know contact high beyond a contact high. Yeah. I mean, I I worked at Cartoon Network for for a brief oh, moment when I lived in Atlanta. I was I was down there with a band I was playing in and and I needed a job and and my buddy was working at an internet service provider and and so I. I teamed up with him for a while, and then Cartoon Network was in the same building, and so I just like purposely kept wearing like Smurf T-shirts <laughs> or like you know like whatever I had to do to just yeah. like hey notice me. Yeah. And someone finally was like, "Whoa, dude, cool shirt!" And I was like, <laughs> "Cool, do you work at Cartoon Network?" I do. Give me a job. And then so I was oh, able wow. to yeah work there as like a PA for like a short time before I moved to New York City. And but it was just this fucking fun environment where everyone's just like hanging out in cartoon yeah. land and everyone's like there's no wrong answers and <laughs> if you can think of it sweet we're gonna make it and it just seemed like that was the environment is there like an office yeah, where they, they make their the- own drugs I can only I, got, I third floor. A, that's where we're making our own they drugs. Just always seem I, to I like did sign a let you play. That's, what, that's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. 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 There's like yeah, like go have fun and then bring us the product. Mm-hmm. Which seems, I mean, I I wasn't that involved with that part, but just hearing the director talk about it, or just sure. like, yeah, they're just excited that we we like what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so, I mean, there's so many. I mean, it's just such a great lineage off of the shows. Wall, from, yeah, from Space Ghosts to you know Aqua Teens to yeah. like all the way up to like modern stuff. Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty, yeah. and Black Jesus, like even yeah. like even just animated and, and was Home live Movies action Adult Swim. Too? Home Movies was early yeah. Adult Swim. Absolutely, oh, I love yeah. that show. Love it's just it's a, it's yeah. unbelievable some of the stuff they have. It's just and then we go to the upfronts every year for Adult Swim and like just what these guys do and just putting yeah. it on for like a, a room that like a bunch yep. of addicts ad people are hanging. Out and it's just like, yeah, I'm surprised they can even uh, they understand it. Yeah, because <laughs> you see Tim Heidecker up there just like DJing some shit, and you're like, all right, I guess. <laughs> That's the other you thing know? I love about them too is their music. It's like it's everything yeah. from like MF Doom to yeah. like Mastodon. Yeah. Like it's a, such a huge gap that it crossed. It's great. And, and then they'll have like Miley Cyrus and Outkast yeah. play. It's like yeah, it's, there's like no rules. Yeah, there yeah. are no rules. It's just really, like it's a really interesting because throw some shit against the wall. <laughs> Get high. Yeah, go make some fucking art. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the things we could bring up real quick, to, uh, you know, credit wise. Like you did Adam Devine's house party. Yeah, that I, was I, I remember you did that. That was pretty cool. Where Where did you guys shoot that one? Was that in? Uh, we, uh, that was the first season, so yeah. uh, we LA. shot it in LA. LA. Everyone else right. got to go. Hit to New like Orleans, that, Hawaii. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. You didn't, get, you didn't go to <laughs> went to like the mountains of LA. Yeah, like you didn't go to Hawaii. Mansion neighborhood. <laughs> but I remember you having a great set then too. That Thanks. Was a good set. That was fun. And uh, so, uh, like the half hour though, like you know, like. How exciting is it to get a half hour? That's a definitely a check mark on that the That was yeah, that was probably one of the things that since I was a kid. Yeah. Those were that was like probably the first my first taste of comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were called Comedy Central Presents yeah. back then, but they've been on the air sure. for twenty exactly. years. Exactly. Yeah. That was when you there was just so many good like Mitch Hedbergs yeah. and Yeah. Yeah, just, I just every remember, comic like, you look up them, to. Like, like Geraldo, DiPaolo, yep. Hedberg, yeah. everyone had I remember that's, Lewis Black, that's where Jim I discovered Gaffigan, people like Wanda Jeremy Hotz, who, yeah. who I would have never... I, I just lo- saw him, I loved and I was like, I geeked hour. out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They've all had them. Yeah. Everyone has had a half hour. It's crazy. Yeah. It's unbelievable. So when they got the call, you're like, are you like, Yeah, I was. I mean, I, I submitted for it, and I was really hoping, and I submitted for it a year before, and didn't get it, so I tried to like make a better tape this time. Before, it was like, I submitted like an iPhone video that was like in the back of a 
bar that show that wasn't great. Wait, which, which iPhone did you use? Is this iPhone 3? Because you yeah, know, the 5 yeah. is better now. Yeah, yeah. No, so I used the 5. It was the 5, but it didn't really get me the half hour. So did you get a tattoo? Did you get a tattoo? Did you commemorate this? Or no, I don't have any tattoos, but I won't forget it. Yeah. It's it's an awesome achievement. Seriously, congrats, man. It was really awesome. And this is a great class this year, too. Yeah. Yeah, that was another thing. I was really happy to be proud of who else the other people in it i watched everyone else's sets each mm-hmm. night it was really cool everyone had a good so set. yours was the best correct oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i mean we'll say it if you want yeah. Yeah, yeah. If we can edit you out we'll just i, say I haven't it. seen mine yet so we'll see <laughs> did you did you feel pretty good like it felt good in the moment because that's an intense experience right because you taped in new orleans this year correct yeah, yeah it was new orleans okay. right and you're either like super high off it and like oh my yeah. god it was the greatest thing ever or you're just kind of like overthinking it. Maybe yeah. you're like, did I nail it? Like, I'd and say for the first like 15 minutes, I was kind of just riding the high of the audience. And then halfway through, I'm like, oh, I'm not like present. Right. I was just going like, here it is. And then I was like, oh, I should probably like enjoy this. And so you haven't seen it. So this is like waiting yeah. for like an AIDS test. Yeah. I don't know you're what like, they cut out. <laughs> you know, you're what? fucking just chilling, <laughs> yeah. freaking out. Cause they cut out yeah. about eight minutes. You do a half hour and they cut it down to 22 yeah, for, for TV. Right. Yeah. But your album yeah. will be the full. Yeah. My album, some of this, most, like maybe there's a couple different jokes on each one. Oh, cool. Like, great. The great. Half hour, like a little bit more visual stuff. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then like, there's one thing that's like almost all silence that I hope they don't cut out of my half hour. But that just wouldn't work in the album. <laughs> just did, like did five you, minutes of nothing. Did you get to uh, do all the artwork and stuff too? Like how hands-on were you with the, yeah, the they, creative um, process? Uh, uh, they, Comedy Central hooked me up with an artist, uh, Joe Karg. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just Joe, been bragging about him all day we today. We were just oh. talking about Joe Karg today because he so just good. did the uh, artwork for Mike Lawrence's new tour. Did you see oh, the, the Fantastic Tour? I haven't Mike's seen that yet. The thing it's and called stuff. Fantastic Tour, like Fantastic Four. Mike's done Best of Things. He was great to work with. Like, yeah, Joe's, Joe's I kind of had a rough idea. Like I knew I kind of wanted a cartoon. Like I liked uh-huh. those like old like... 60s albums where mm-hmm. it's just like Doris Day and it's like a drawing of her or something. So yeah. I kind of had that in mind and then he brought some ideas and I thought he, he probably brought a better idea to it, kind of add a little bit more like stuff going on and like, yeah, and we kind of talked back and forth and then I had a few like, oh, could it be like, can my beard be thicker? And then it would just be like the next day Oof. and it was so easy to work with. He's and, so the man. Yeah. yeah. He's great. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, I got to say this for, for the people that can't see Ahmed. Um, <laughs> if anyone's ever gotten as close to having uh, the Kramer haircut, this guy oh, nice. has <laughs> nailed it. Uh, I don't know if you hear <laughs> that all the time, no, yeah, but yeah. it is like just full on straight well, up. When there. I was a kid, he was, he was definitely a huge influence. Cause yeah. I, I, any, actually, any comic that had curly, crazy hair, I sure. was into like Kevin McDonald, and Kids in the Hall was yes. my favorite because I was like, I have curly hair. He's got curly. I could do that. You can make it. <laughs> yeah, right. he's like me. One of my favorite Kids in the Hall sketches of all time has Kevin, where it's the uh, you see the feet walking up to the guy and goes, and, and, and there's a guy painting. Like he's painting like a deck, and and he goes, "What are you painting?" And it, it's um, and then basically he's like, "No, I'm not painting." Like, what are you, freaking Einstein? And like the cutaway is Kevin McDonald, <laughs> who is Einstein. Yeah, he yeah, does the whole true. like the whole like Kevin McDonald response <laughs> reaction. It's just like he goes like, "Walk away, walk yeah. away. You're better than them. Walk away." One of the best set scenes. Uh, in that. Yeah, I, yeah. Hearing like behind the scenes, like I also just like what he brought to the show. Yeah. Like, I, I, hearing all the other cast members, he was always like the kind of like supporting, just like any 
sketch that someone mm-hmm. pitched. He was like, "Let's do it." Yeah, let's I'll be it. there for you. I'll yeah, be there for yeah, you. Yeah. Sure, which is cool. That's awesome. I'll be Einstein for yeah. you, Dave Foley. Because <laughs> everyone had their own part. Like Dave Foley was and Bruce were probably a little bit more like cynical and like yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't maybe like all the other ideas right. that people were pitching. Scott Thompson's like, "Let's just dress up like women." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he added the edge to it and like, sure. Yeah, they said that he had like yeah. the energy and the like the like. uh yeah, the edge or yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Like the voice. Yeah. yeah. Well, because Mark getting, was kind of like the quarterback a little bit. He like, was sure. openly just, gay at the time, correct? And yeah. That yeah, was sure. very. Yeah. That was a very that's big deal. Traditional yeah. thing. Was, I think he was so like gay that people thought the whole cast was gay. I think I, <laughs> yeah. I would agree. With like, that. oh, that's kids and all. Those are the gay. I'm guys, not gonna right? lie. Yeah. I think I remember discovering <laughs> yeah. them and like, like, oh yeah, it's the gay comedy. Yeah, there's like that. There's the one gay guy, and they all dress like women. Of course, yeah. That's what I was eight or nine, so of course I thought that. Well, that that myth has just been busted. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, Ahmed, as you as you've been incorporating yourself ever more into just comedy and the mm-hmm. scene, and you make these friends, and you get to meet and work with these people that, you know, someone like a Steve Emergent who's like unobtainable at one yeah. point, but now you're working there right next to him, and you get to hear all these stories, you get to hear all these tales, because the, you hear stuff from the outside. Now you're on the inside, and you, you get a different batch of stories, yeah. right? You get to learn about new myths and yeah. stuff that's like darker stuff or like weirder stuff. Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah, that one party. So like. <laughs> So like, what did you come across that you were like, holy Ooh. shit! Like, I'm I'm on the inside now. Like, I would actually say most of them bum me out. Like, oh I really? Even, there's like one of my, and I don't even share the story because he's like one of my favorite comedians. Oh okay. And I don't want to. I don't yeah, like taking that totally away fine. from people. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. like there's like a, you know one of the greatest comedians there, like comedic actors there is. Like this guy was just telling me all these bad stories about him. Like, no. No, don't tell me this. I don't want to know this. <laughs> Wait, and Bill it's not. It's, yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not as bad as Bill Cosby. <laughs> right. It's, it's it's under Bill Cosby. Okay. So. okay that's good. Sure. Right. <laughs> but it's still like. But yeah, it's like oh, those Cosby, are like some okay. of my favorite movies. You, you don't want to hear that they're like a dick or something. Yeah. yeah of course. Like, well, they say never meet your heroes. Yeah. For those exactly. Reasons, you know, but then that. there's people you do meet, like Patton Oswalt. Like he's someone who, I would say, out of everyone I've ever met, you're just like, he's the best guy. Yeah. He's so nice. Mm-hmm. He's so gracious. Like I think there was one time I didn't even meet him this time. I just like saw him at Caroline's once and he walked past me and I was just like just said good set and like his response to just good set was like wow he must hear good set all the time and he yeah. still yeah. looked at me and was like hey thank you. Thanks oh, a man. lot. And then you know walked away but it was like wow it, that's a lot of energy to give out to anyone just going, hey, good job. He well, like, if you would hey, have... Hey, he could have been like, all right. I'll yeah, thanks, dude. He just walked away. But he like looked at me, or, shook yeah. my hand, oh, wow, looked me cool. in the face. Oh, that's great. Cool. That's, that's awesome. Cool. Well, good thing you didn't say like great show. Yeah, that's yeah. like what a <laughs> non-comedy person yeah, would yeah. say, right? And then it'd be like, fuck up. I've, I've also <laughs> no, found that like the people that are that's really, really super successful usually do have a level of like humility to them. Yeah, that's true. It's the middle, that those middle ground guys who are like the dicks who are just about to get a little bit of success. Because they got a chip on their shoulder. Exactly. Exactly, but like the big right. dudes, like are like you know, like every like I, I I went and recently saw Bruce Springsteen. It's a great example of like everyone I know that's ever talked to that guy. It's like he's the nicest fucking dude. It's like <laughs> he has no reason to be the nicest <laughs> fucking dude. But, so you know, so. so based on this the scale that we're setting up right now, next time we podcast with Ahmed, he's going to be a total douche, not <laughs> yeah. And then and then the next one after that, he'll be back to being great. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, it'd be painful. Yeah, I, mean, I hope so. Yeah, if we want to <laughs> track your progr- your progress yeah. on the podcast, sure. Let's I also think there's sometimes there's like two paths where like there's people. Because I feel like, you know, working in Hollywood is like a job. Yeah. And yeah. you just have to be yeah. either like a good coworker that people want to work with you again, or there's people that kind of do the opposite where they're just like, I'm going to be so confidently an asshole that I just bully my way through. Like, yeah. And there's some actors that kind of take that path. Totally. Right. And it just somehow it doesn't 
get them kicked out because they're know. just so confident in their Are you frustrated with that sometimes? Or just, or just, or just like, pure talent. Yeah, that's you true. Know, yeah, yeah, they yeah. can do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, being a big asshole and making it that far is a pure talent, yeah, I think. Yeah. Uh, no doubt. Yeah. Just be nice to people. It's <laughs> exactly. That's, I'm a big fan of that. Well, I mean, fan of that. what is the one thing they say about like you know hiring somebody new? They, they What they call it, the airport test? It's <laughs> not whether the guy's really qualified. It's like, can you deal with a layover with them yeah. in an airport and not like want to pull your your hair out? You know? so <laughs> that's it's like, interesting. That's just as important though. It's like, how do they vibe with you? How do they vibe with everything else? It's, sure. I think in Hollywood they call it the. Uh, uh, I don't know what they call it. They call it a. a uh, they have airports there. You can say airport no, no, test. not airport. It's fine. It's fine. No, but they'll have like meetings where it's just about like how they, how people vibe together. I forget what it's yeah, called. Yeah, for it's, sure. Uh, like a um, chemistry a, test. Chemistry test. Yeah. Thank you. That's exactly a Google what I was ping pong for. tournament. I think that's what they call it. <laughs> no, 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 a chemistry yeah, test. Yeah, or sure. They'll, they'll see how they look out. I do enjoy like old Hollywood stories though. Like one of my favorite ones is like like John Wayne would slap somebody. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. Well, there's one. <laughs> there's one like I've heard where it's like like when da- Dangerfield first saw Eddie Murphy. Yeah, he went up to him and he was like, "You're too filthy. Like yeah, you're just yeah, never yeah. gonna make it. You're too filthy." And this was like right before he blew up. Yeah. Right. And then he sees him again. Like they're in like a year. Like they're in the bathroom and Eddie Murphy's next to him and Dangerfield just looks over him and he's just like. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> well, you always hear stories about Je- like Jeff Foxworthy just told us that story. He, he, he was did? on our uh-huh. pod, and he no, not that particular uh-huh. story, but similar. He he told me a story about how he was a right before he broke. He was doing the redneck thing, and I think it was Richard Belzer came up to him and was like, "Dude, great set, but but I got to tell you, man, like, drop the redneck thing. Like, it's it's not gonna. <laughs> you might be right, it's just not gonna make it. The rest is history. They meet up later, years later." Oh yeah, I told you you should have kept that redneck thing. Good, you know. Thanks for taking my advice. Like uh, jokingly uh, saying, uh, like uh, uh, you know, say like he just forgot. But, yeah. but but when you told that story, I was like, oh my god, like Jeff was just <laughs> telling me this story, the same thing. Yeah. Well, and you always hear those types of yeah, stories. Like, you just you never know. Like, yeah. like like for the longest time, like it was like you know, if you were a dirty black comedian, you get the phone call from Bill Cosby at some point, yeah. like, hey, stop cursing. And yeah. it's now like, he's well, well, the call fuck call you, Bill Cosby. I wonder how many of those comics called him back. Well, that's kind of the whole point. Hey, you know, you really shouldn't be doing this. That was kind of the whole point of Hannibal Burr's number, by the way. You know, I I don't know. He should. I think he changed his number. (laughs) He might. He probably should. Yeah. Well, that was the kind of the point of Hannibal Burr's bit was like, "Fuck off, Bill Cosby. You rape people. I can say fuck every once in a while." Yeah, yeah. That was the whole point of the bit that started this whole thing. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong on that, but did did you? I feel like might have started earlier than that. (laughs) (laughs) It did. It did. Cosby just started raping people. Well, no, no, that's it, Hannibal. Don't tell me. Well, I got a little bit of Hannibal staying on stage. But it is what exposed it. It is people have been claiming it for years. There was there was a whole lawsuit in 2005, but like social media wasn't what it was. That's a story too. That had been floating around forever. Forever, forever. I mean, even even not the rape, even just like there was like the illegitimate like children thing yeah, and yeah. like the not paying child support yeah. or like acknowledging forever. it. Yeah, floating around forever. So, but it was so hard to believe because he's just like the squeakiest, yeah. cleanest. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, wasn't Mr. there was that one? I forget the guy's name, but he was like he was apparently touring a lot of college campuses, and he was a very squeaky clean comedian. But he would actually go back to the previous campus every you know. Travel. He got busted for rape and locked up. I forgot the guy's wow. name, but, but like, comedian? but but he was a squeaky clean comedian and all that kind Weird. of stuff and doing all the right things that you want to. I hear. always I got thrown a few fucks sometimes. You got yeah. to. You, got, you know what it does? It, it shows you 
as you're on the level. It's yeah. like it's like being an undercover cop every once in a while doing a two to coke yeah. just to just <laughs> make sure. I'm a pretty clean Right. We're cool dudes. I don't want to be naive about what I'm uh, arresting people for. Yeah. I gotta check this out. <laughs> I gotta check it out. I gotta know. Uh, Ahmed, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, why do I? You you wrote on a sitcom, right? No, Did, I don't think so. Okay, uh, I, corrected. Sunday. Yeah, th- no, that, that's why I asked because I, I don't know. True what, or false? You have written on a sitcom. <laughs> I like written stuff for jokes, but I don't, I don't think it's ever been. Okay, no, I must have been. Re- my day's been a jumbled fucking I would, mess. I would do it out true there. True or false? You have a website. Listening. <laughs> Uh, I just it just actually went live. Yeah. I deserve all. But you're false. You're on Twitter. What's going on over here? Well, uh, you're both wrong. He did write a show. I and did, It's called I did. his half hour, and it's coming out right, right, technical. Fuck you I both. did write for a YouTube show once. <laughs> oh, did you really? Yeah, actually, when I first moved to LA. Well, that's actually, that's why I brought it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. He's sure. actually like really kind of getting big now. You know, like uh, Andrew Bachelor, King Batch. Oh, yeah, okay. He's, yeah. Like huge on Vine and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He before that he just had like a YouTube channel, and I, I can't remember how, but he hired me, and it was. Like kind of cool because I was like in a writer's room, yeah, and like pitching ideas. Got a which little I would, taste it's of that, fun, yeah. yeah. You're oh, just that's like, cool. Well, what if it was a bear and a bear grabs a guy? Like you just kind of get to say whatever you want, make people laugh. It's like fun. That's cool. Where do you go if you become a Vine superstar? Like, what's the next level? I don't know. I think sometimes there's these little windows in Hollywood where if you're like the first Vine star, yes. they're like, give him everything that we have, and then after yeah. that doesn't work, they're like. Or maybe Vine's not the <laughs> like. I feel like Vine is, is kind of come and gone. Well, there's always yeah. One, I think a little bit. I think so. I feel like it's, it's like, definitely it definitely didn't. It's not. I wouldn't consider it one of the major like social media apps. You know, I I just but I it kinda, was popular for. A I while. do definitely view comedians as kind of like early adopters to technology. Like, yeah, for I, I sure. Feel like comedians were the first for podcasting. They were the first for social media. They were first on Twitter. First on Vine. First on. Snapchat. Don't tell Adam Curry that he'll get upset. Well, no, no. The point <laughs> I'm trying to make is like comedians really do jump on whatever's new. They can promote. Absolutely. Their stuff. Like, maybe that's part yeah. of it. But I also feel it's like a great they, answer. By the way, <laughs> of all the is. times we've ever had this convo, you just saying that is literally the answer. It is totally the answer. You need an outlet. Yeah. You need to figure out. Give it to the comics they'll do something I mean, the, with the it. whole <laughs> Dane Cook story starts with social media you know so sure. yeah. I, I just feel like comedians really do are a good barometer for that and, but yeah we are yeah. i think we're also good at like we're hungry like stand-up is a really hard yeah path so yeah totally you, you to be in it you do have to be pretty persistent and creative so give a stand-up something and at least one percent of them are gonna like yeah figure out the way to work it that's great. I mean, like, I just, I just, like, once you get popular on Vine, where do you go? It's like, do you start doing movies? You well, start you, doing you pull a Kelly Clarkson, and you get to be the one person that does it. I, yeah. And I really think it might just get you in the room. It might get you in a room like a studio. That's true, too. Because like, you have people like, a, like me. Yeah, it gets you a meeting. Exactly. It gets you a whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> sure. But well, I mean, like, you know, case in point of, like, you know, how many. How many development deals were done for like you know was it the 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 fat Jew he got a development yeah. deal with Comedy Central based on him being basically ripping everyone else off but <laughs> I mean I guess but like has King Batch parlayed that into anything I think he is uh, he he's I he'll he'll be something like well he did Wild Now yeah that's true, yeah. he got yeah, yeah, TV yeah. out of it it's, guess, yes so. he's very very like business savvy and smart and okay. talented and um yeah he I think he's just one of those people that he'll. Whatever's next, he'll get into he'll get it, it, and he'll be like, "How about this?" Mm-hmm. He's v- like very driven. You're just like when well, I was even writing on the thing, I was just like, "Okay, why, why, how are, why, how come you're paying me to write? Like, 
<laughs> who are you? Yeah, 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 <laughs> he yeah, just yeah. had a staff of writers. It's weird for a YouTube channel. Yeah, it is weird. It is very, very weird. <laughs> staff of but writers. Some of those YouTube channels, for man. YouTube this was pre channel. his vine blowing up. Oh, my so it's like, God. where did he just he has money? S- some of those YouTube We're just looking for a staff just... of writers. Listen, yeah. the laugh button. We're almost at 10,000 just... subscribers on our YouTube channel, and then nice. we get to use the, like, the YouTube studios. I, oh, that's, really? That's Ooh. all anyone keeps telling me. You know, my, my yeah, I don't know where the studios are. We had 10,000. We got to use it. I don't know where they're at. I don't know. Wait, is this like. There's one in LA. You get to use it like once or no, whatever you, you want. You can like what? tape. You can tape out. You have to sign up and you stuff. To, yeah, but oh, you so get to use like a... all of their equipment and like. We filmed one sketch. My my sister is way more organized than us, so she figured that out. Okay, and got us in there. And it's like they have these rotating sets. <laughs> yeah. So one time you'll go in there and they'll be like, "All right, the next couple months we got a bar, we got a classroom, we got a newsroom." So you can come in and shoot something in one of those settings. Dude, that's mm. sick. Yeah, so we How shot like a classroom we sketch. We were at like 9,200. Yo, so Matt, like can you do us a favor when yeah. you uh, leave? You know, just uh, like our <laughs> subscribers. I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't even know if there is pander. a studio in New York. I have Wait, no for idea. YouTube, absolutely. 100% okay. there definitely is. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah YouTube's most confident I've ever heard Mark. The most confident words I've ever heard. No, the reason why is because Google's here and Google owns YouTube and they... Jessica Delfino, do you know Jessica Delfino? Jessica Delfino used to go over t- and teach ukulele lessons to people over there at YouTube. Okay. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, then look, look, we need another 800 subscribers to our YouTube. Page we'll make it happen. We'll make it so happen. So we can get in a damn studio. Let's do it. Well, Ahmed, uh, moving completely for- unrelated. Yeah. <laughs> well, moving forward, and and thanks again for the time, man. We really appreciate oh, you swinging by. It's it's good to finally you know hang with you. Uh, what what would you like to see your half hour parlay into? Like, what where would you? If, um, if doors do open, like what path are you most interested in taking? Well, I yeah. would love to. I would love to have my pick at just clubs around the country. Like I'd love to just go to all the ones I've always wanted to go to. The ones that have been saying no. Up yeah, to this yeah. Point? yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there's just ones that are like, like just hard to get into because they're sure. just the best. Well, like, yeah, we're sitting above like the comedy. Denver show. Comedy yeah, Works. I was just gonna comedy say, let's, let's name some. Let's yeah. let's get uh, you yeah, in comedy there. Comedy Cellar is one of my mm-hmm. favorites. Um, yeah, comedy Works is obviously amazing. Comedy Works, man. Acme Comedy Club. Sure. Just like, I mean, all the cool cities. I would love. To just be able to pick where I go and travel and like, but I'd also getting old. Just got married. Like to have kids. So I would also like to kind of get more jobs in L.A. and sure. like acting and stuff like Not that. Travel as much, maybe. Yeah, I'd like. I'm like my sketch group, Dead Kevin. Like uh, mm-hmm. we've been trying to get a TV show, so that would be cool to parlay that into a TV show because then you get to be home and. Just make funny things with your friends. Yeah, That'd it's a cool. dream, you know. Yeah, in a sitcom or something. Exactly. Like that. Yeah, that sitcom money. Yeah. 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 <laughs> who's in? Uh, who's in? Dead Kevin with you? Uh, Ryan O'Flanagan and Jack yeah. Robichaud, who nice. are both stand-up comics. We met out in L.A., but we're all from New England, so kind of how oh, we wow. bonded. Yeah, New Hampshire's uh, and Massachusetts, and I'm from Rhode Island. Yeah. Nice man. Got all the main stuff. guys all yeah, flocked yeah. together. Yeah. Flocked together. Yeah, we kind of. I think we we're just like all kind of losery, so just <laughs> hung out together and we're like let's make some videos. Power in numbers. We can all lose together <laughs> yeah. to win. It's usually, yeah, it's usually how that works. Yeah, yeah. Just people sitting around in a room be like, that would be fun if we taped that and put all. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Comic Con, right, guys? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, no. I actually, I'm a big nerd. But that's why. About all the <laughs> sketch, com- the sure. sketch comedy troops started. It's like you know, like the Impractical Jokers are probably one yep. of the biggest sure. troops right now. Um, those dudes just started taping each other doing dumb shit. Dumb shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like jackass, it's literally all they do is tape each other doing dumb shit. Yeah. You know what uh, a bizarre. Uh, do you guys remember discovering Jack? Well, or like Camp yes. Kill Yourself? Do you remember Camp well, Kill Yourself? Well, CKY, 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 Bam Margera's brothers. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's the oh, band. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, I I just remember downloading these like yeah. videos on BitTorrent and like <laughs> you know those bear shares and like yeah. the the illegal places everyone was getting all this content. 
And and my roommate at the time, my bandmate, would be like, dude, get in here. You got to see this video. It's a guy shitting up against a window while people are having dinner. And I'm like, <laughs> what am I? What is happening here? Oh, and man. I'm watching these things. And uh, they parlayed that into a massive career. Yep, it's just like did. mind-blowing, you know, taking something as stupid as I that. I remember it watching just, the first episode of Jackass and just being like, this is why has this not been a thing before? And yeah, now, now it's like I know. Oh, now everything's like well, because you know yeah. what it is though. But it's like it's everything you and your dumb friends did it in yeah, the teenager. Exactly. Just someone taped it. Yeah. Well, Gave someone decided to, someone. to tape it and show it to people. Because yeah. most yeah. of the time you taped just, it just to watch amongst yeah, yourself. Yeah, because you don't want to get in trouble. And you don't want mom to see it. Yeah, 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 now you're gonna show everybody. Especially specifically, there was the one where they're in the the shopping cart. And there was just I mean, it just it never stops being funnier to see someone fall. A real fall. That shit I laugh at every one of those movies when they come out. So (laughs) goddamn hard. Like I love comedy. I love stand up comedy. I I I dissect it. I write it about it. I do all this stuff. I do everything but perform it. And like those movies make me laugh so goddamn hard. I feel (laughs) bad for people like you who spend the (laughs) hours refining your craft. (laughs) What about this line? What about the And then all of a sudden myself in the face. Someone kicks someone so in the nuts and they <laughs> yeah. fell over. It's very, very funny. It's just so like, it's like visceral. It is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It gets that thing in your gut. Well, but I've also met that's no comedians do. who don't find that shit funny. Yeah. They're like, oh my God, it's hilarious. You got to yeah. laugh at that. It's yeah, you can't take yourself too seriously. Yeah, like, yeah. At the end of the day, like poop is funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. It comes it out of your butt. Is. What's the infamous, <laughs> what's the infamous Lucy K joke is you don't have to be smart to laugh at a fart joke, but you're an idiot if you don't. I think that's <laughs> I like the, that. the Louis C.K. joke. It's <laughs> perfection, man. It's perfection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well, uh, what else is uh, coming up for you, right? So we, we've got the half hour. It's not enough. He's got Gmail a record. LC. He's got a TV show. He's got a half Dude, hour. I'm trying to set high goals for this guy. I want him to get there. Dead, Dead <laughs> Kevin's going to start putting out more sketches. We, we oh, are you? Okay, great. Yeah, we stopped like Couple, uh, maybe a year or so ago, we killed our characters in a, in a sketch and ended it because it was like a, we did like 150 sketches, so we we're like, all right, this is enough. But now we're kind of hungry again. We want to do that again. We want to make some more sketches, try to like come up with some TV show ideas, and mm-hmm. see if anyone will will let us make them. Well, it seems like uh, that that's not a bad path to take. You know, it worked out for workaholics. You yeah, know, it worked out for uh, those the birthday uh, boys, Grolics, right? birthday boys, yeah, Grolics now. Yeah, plenty of there's plenty of examples. Broad City, yeah, kind of yeah. web series, right? Plenty of examples of that. Yeah, yeah. I think Michelle Wolf and Dan Soder developing that one web series yeah. for Comedy Central. And I think that's kind of just in general. This business is a lot of it is like auditioning and working your way up the ladder, but you just also have to just make your own stuff and yeah. Yeah, who cares about just just make someone things, else write a saying script, yes write to your a, thing? Do this, do that, put yeah. it out in the world. Yeah. All right, Ahmed. This uh, the question we ask everybody on the way out the door here. Uh, we want to find out when you knew um, you were no longer going to be a professional athlete. You remember the moment <laughs> yeah, in time? You're like, this is not for me. I wanted me. to be a prof- <laughs> I wanted to play hockey. Okay, nice. And for California too. That's great. Yeah, I know, yeah. LA Kings I played roller. You- yeah, the Kings. Sure. So Gretzky was there. Yeah, I was gonna say Gretzky must have still been well, there. Yeah. Maybe in high school. Probably high school. Yeah. Was, was there a particular moment where you? Uh, did I mean, you I'm try pretty small. So? Yeah. So that was a tip off. <laughs> Maybe even before then, <laughs> like right before high school. But I still loved it, and I still I wanted to play like in college, and sure. I thought maybe I'd go that far, but maybe in college was where I realized I wasn't going to play in college. <laughs> so one check, and that's all it's yeah. like into the boards. Yeah. Oof. Okay, I'm, maybe I'm not. These made guys this. are very big. <laughs> yeah. there were there were some good little hockey like Russ Courtnell and and Jerome Aginla. Yeah, those yeah. are all like little tiny dudes, like five they, foot seven, weighed yeah. a buck thirty five, yeah, and they exactly. just got it done, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah, slip through the crack. Yeah, the you know? Mugsy yeah. Bogues of hockey. Yeah, I, thought I, I, I was I was able to Absolutely. hold my own when I was in high school and stuff. Like, <laughs> sure, I could take a hit and uh, I could dodge a hit. 
could give one every once in a while. <laughs> I love that you mentioned roller hockey because that was that's big out in California. It was, they, yeah. they, didn't they have a pro league for like a while? I think and, uh, so. Yeah, it was huge. And then I once I moved to Rhode Island, I, mm-hmm. I got on ice and I haven't played roller since. Oh, nice. Oh, Which, so I mean, not that it's bad, bad, but it was when like inline skates came out. That was like yeah, exactly. that, was, that was like that everyone was like, was, that was like peak ninety four. <laughs> yeah. Dude, like, I mean, now that I know, if you come back next time, you come back to New York. Uh, if uh, I'll try to set up a pickup game when you're in yeah, town. Yeah, I'll bring my stuff. I still play ice every once in a while. I'll do it. Yeah, there's a nice sky rink over at Chelsea Piers. Really? I don't know if you know about it, no. but uh, it's a good spot. It's a little pricey, but we'll, th- we'll throw together a pickup game or whatever. Awesome. We'll all hang. I'll do that. Knock the puck around a bit. I'll watch. <laughs> Maybe it's not too late yeah. to be a professional yeah, athlete. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> hey, if, if I hand you five bucks for doing so, technically you're a pro, right? <laughs> yeah, <So. laughs> that's true. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, congrats on all the success. Much continued success, man. And we're all super pumped when for you in the, the half six, hour. When are the special in the Oh, in the October month? 14th. Bam. October 14th it is. All right. Anything else you want to mention? Uh, people follow you on Twitter and all the yeah, socials. Yeah, follow me on Twitter. You can check my website out, AhmedBarucha.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Google might help you spell that. If you, if you get through. Yeah, if, yeah. If you get Google through, Ahmed Burch. Yeah. Like, Did you mean yeah. Ahmed <laughs> I should start trying to like get Google to know like any <laughs> any wrong spelling of my name is me. <laughs> Uh, too late. I just bought AhmedBirdshit.com. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> almond almond Birdshit. Yeah, yeah, almond, yeah, almond, yeah. yeah. Just cool. Google that. It'll say, yeah. did you meet Ahmed Baruchi? <laughs> All right, man. Good to meet you. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Yeah. All right. That was Ahmed Barucha. Make sure you check out his half hour coming to Comedy Central. Then it eventually will be released uh, as an album as well. So you can yes. pre-order that off the site, thelaughbutton.com. Make sure you go there. Almond Baduti. Yeah, Almond Baduti. Funny dude, man. Love yeah, that guy. Yeah, great dude. It was awesome. He's got great jokes, yeah. man. He's got good jokes, got good stories. Uh, you know, he's a fun he's a fun guy. I actually never actually got a chance to talk to him that in depth, so I'm glad we had him on the podcast. Me too. And uh, look, this was a this was a good one, man. It was fun to be able to rehash New York Comic Con a little bit. Mm-hmm. And there is so much happening in the world of comedy. Just head over to laughbutton.com. SNL's back in full swing. Uh, and we, I guess we could set up our, our next podcast, Matt. This is a pretty legendary one. This is uh, yeah, dude. I'm psyched about this one. This is like one of the pinnacles, man. This is one of the people responsible for modern day television and the sitcom, and involving political discussions within a sitcom. The one and only Norman Lear will be joining us on uh, the next episode of the podcast. Super stoked about that. It was very cool to be able to interact with him. I mean, the guy's 94 years old. Yeah, it's it, crazy. Not missing a beat. Still killing it. Still ball busting. I mean, this and guy it, like this guy defined the sitcom. You yes, know, like like All in the Family, Jeffersons, all that kind of stuff. I mean, like you know, it's it's and, and he and and there's people that are still working out in his honor. You know, like the the Carmichael show is probably the closest uh, example of like that that kind of like sitcom that's addressing social issues. So like, really excited to get any time with Norman, and we got him for some scant minutes, but. Uh, It'll be a good one for the next yeah, podcast. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, everyone get ready. Uh, some big specials coming out this weekend, including Kyle Canane's Loose in Chicago. Great album love, title. Love Kyle. And uh, and there's also, also plenty of stuff on TV you need to check out. The, you know what's stuff. funny about Kyle Canane is every time he puts out a special, he names his track listing after uh, another iconic album. Sure. He did Cheap Tricks, Dream Police. He did uh, NWA once. Uh, this one he did not do as an album title for... But it looks like it's the ingredients of like a hot dog. Oh, so like one, so it's like one's called like you know corn syrup, and one's like you know artificial sweeteners and blah blah blah. One's like beef stock in the in line. I tried to Google the actual track listing to see if it was like a specific hot dog, like yeah. from a Chicago thing. I couldn't find it, but it looks like it reads like a hot dog. Okay, so, well that is his spirit animal, right? It is. That's right? what I brought up when I when we wrote the yeah. story. I was like, we asked him once when we uh, interviewed him at Just for Life Chicago many years ago. We're like, hey Kyle. 
what's your spirit animal? And he goes, whatever's in hot dogs. So uh, he's a, clearly a fan of the hot dogs. So, so funny. Yeah, so I'm psyched about Cockanine. Um, and Emma, know, Emily Blunt's the host of SNL this weekend. So she check her. It'll be her debut. That'll be yeah, very cool. I mean, with, uh, yeah, with uh, who's on it? Bruno Mars is the musical guest. Then he announced Tom Hanks and Lady Gaga, too. So it's crazy. It's insane. Yeah, dude. They're swinging yeah. for the fences, SNL. Yeah. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Laugh Button Podcast. Be sure to follow us on all the socials at the Laugh Button, wherever you can type that in. Email us anytime with uh, your thoughts, theories, myths, legends, questions you have for us. Did the Stephen Merchant conversation really happen? <laughs> Podcast at the laughbutton.com. You can follow us personally at I am Kleinschmidt and I am at Mark Says Hi. And until uh, next week, I'm actually out for the news portion, man. I'm not going to be around. I am in, uh, I'm, I'm going to be in Japan. Man, yes. This is crazy. I'm, go, I'm uh, scouting stand-ups in Japan. It's going to be could, awesome. We could patch you in via Skype and then do a conversation in two different times of two different two days. Two days, actually. Yeah, because you'd be like, what, 13, 14 hours ahead? Uh, yeah, I'll be 13 ahead. If you tape this at, see, 5 o'clock. You know what? Uh, we it's going to be a, it's we gonna be a it tough so it's one. Like, so it's like I'm on Tuesday, you're on Wednesday, or yeah. Wednesday and Thursday. We can yeah, do that. I just have to convince my wife to, to do this. No, uh, don't do that because your wife will kill you if you, if yeah. you work on your vacation. Yeah, if you so. need me, I'll, I'll be at the Kabuki Za checking out some Kabuki yeah. theater. If you need Mark, and just write an email to marksushi.com. Japan at yeah. Mark <laughs> says hi.com and just say, what up, Mark? Well, you know what's great is if you look at Mark says hi, uh, just all in a row, like the website, it looks like Mark Seishi. Which is it could, oh, yeah. could be Japanese. There you go. Who knew? Origins exposed. All right, psych for Norman Lear. Have fun without me. And uh, everyone check out the laughbutton.com. Peace, love, and uh, amen. <laughs>